Welcome to the Security in Color podcast. I'm your host, Dominique West, and each Tuesday, I will bring you the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, tips, and career guidance. Let's see what's new for this week. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Security in Color. I hope you had a great extended Labor Day holiday weekend if you're located here in the United States, and I hope you had a day off or at least one day off. Um, If not, I hope you had a great weekend regardless. I had a great socially distanced weekend with my family. Um, It was just time well spent in um, the weather here in Atlanta was really, really good. And some of them I haven't seen since the pandemic started. So it was just good overall. And even though I had two extra days off of work, it still felt like the weekend flew by quickly because it's just insane. We're back to another week. I mean, back to another work week, even though technically it's a shorter work week. But regardless, it's still a work week. Um, So today's episode, as you can probably tell from the title, is a bit different than usual. There is no news for today because, honestly, I'm pretty sure we could all probably use a little break (laughs) from all kinds of news and all kinds of kind of media at the moment. But I wanted to use today's episode to, one, announce that the podcast will be taking a short break, but to also discuss the need to kind of rest and recharge, especially especially in the field of cybersecurity or tech in general. Uh, Back in March at the beginning of the pandemic, I released uh, episode 11 that gave some helpful tips on mindfulness. And I did it during a time where there was a lot of fear, confusion, and just a lot of feelings of being overwhelmed for many, myself included. And fast forward to, what, six months now? (laughs) And honestly, those same feelings are still here, (laughs) if not amplified with the amount of things that we just have to deal with in the past six months and that we are just continuously still dealing with, honestly. Um, In addition to the pandemic that has not subsided, we are dealing with social injustices, you know, constant media and propaganda, social media, XYZ media. Um, We have a circus-like election season happening here, at least the United States. I can't speak to elections or other political things happening in other um, countries, but here in the United States here, it is a mess. I didn't want to say what I wanted to say, but it's a mess, okay? (laughs) Um, We have nature, weather-related disasters happening literally everywhere, not just here in America, just everywhere. And the list can go on. I can literally name, I I, I had like extra things and I was like, all right, let me not get too deep in the woods here. There's just so many things that we're dealing with on top of probably work and personal, you know, stress and tragedies um, on top of the really collective um, hot mess things that are happening. So, um, and, you know, and these things are all varying in intensity, you know, depending on where you live and for each person and what's happening in your life. So personally, I have a lot of upcoming changes 
happening in my life. And I wanted to take the very rare (laughs) free time I have for the next couple of weeks to literally do nothing. (laughs) I want to do nothing, but give myself kind of the love and attention I deserve (laughs) by pouring into myself, into my cup. I'm pretty sure you've heard of like the phrase or saying that you can't give from an empty cup or like that you need to pour into yourself before you can pour into others, all that kind of good mantra stuff. And while I, while my cup isn't like rock bottom empty, um, I can definitely say it's not full. (laughs) And while I've been happy to like have been able to give myself to others, whether it's like family, friends, colleagues, work, this platform, whoever, um, I am getting better at recognizing when it's time for me to take a break and tell myself like, hey, time to go sit that ass down (laughs) and refill this cup, you know, so you don't reach rock bottom, right? Because the whole point is to avoid rock bottom. We don't want to be down there. So to circle this back around to this episode, I wanted to discuss recognizing burnout, something that is unfortunately pretty common in the tech and cyber industry. And I wanted to give you some tips on, um, again, not only recognizing it, but stopping and pouring into yourself when it happens. Um, I read in a recent survey that came out of the United Kingdom um, by the Chartered Institute of Information Security that 54% of the surveyed respondents said They have either left the job due to overwork or burnout, or they have worked with someone who has like left their job because of burnout or being overworked. And I'm pretty sure that number is similar here in the United States. Like there was something else that I was reading, but that one was particularly for CISOs. But there's so many studies out there. You could literally just Google cybersecurity burnout. (laughs) And you will just see study after study after study saying how individuals are just tired and they're overworked. They aren't valued. They are stressed. Like all of these really negative things that tend to happen in our industry. But what I don't see is, okay, how do we fix it? Or not fix it, but like, how do we combat it? What are some tools and actionable items that we can give our employees, our colleagues, our cybersecurity, you know, professionals, like what can we give them in order to be successful and to not, I can't even say not experience burnout because to be honest, like, unfortunately, I feel like that's kind of synonymous with cybersecurity, the cybersecurity industry or being in tech. I really even hate saying that. But It is just way too common to not say that this can't be or isn't a stressful job or industry. It just is. (laughs) Um, And the number one advice I always tell people who ask, well, what should I know getting started in this industry? Or, you know, what can you tell me? My first thing always is, listen, this industry is going to require a lot out of you, both mentally and physically. Like 
that is a guarantee. It might not happen now, but it will happen eventually, especially as you try to climb the corporate ladder. And burnout looks different to everyone. It manifests itself differently for each individual. So I can only speak to you about the signs I recognize for myself when I'm on the road to burnout and what I'm doing to really prevent and combat it. And hopefully this episode can help some of you kind of, you know, regain your balance, feel positive and, you know, be hopeful (laughs) again, especially to go back out and tackle work in life and whatever is outside of your front door or even, you know, inside your home, unfortunately. Um, So whether it's now or later, you can come back and kind of reference this episode if it doesn't resonate with you now. But Whenever that happens, I hope it doesn't. But if it does, you know, I hope some of these tips and red flags that I'm going to speak to you about can help you in the future. So my first tip is to understand and recognize what burnout is in the first place, because you cannot fix or help what you don't understand and know. So one definition that I found that was really spot on for me is that burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, if you're emotionally drained, and you're unable to meet the constant demands. And those demands can come from anything, right? It could be coming from life, it could be coming from your family, from your friends, wherever. And Like I said before, burnout manifests itself differently to everybody. So for me personally, it manifests itself physically. (laughs) Like majority of the time, it's pretty physical. Like that's my first red flag. Um, The first sign will always be in my body and I'll start to feel like more tense than normal. You know, my shoulder and my neck tends to carry a lot of stress. Like that's where I'll feel it the most. Um, which is why I try to go get, <laughs> I like have a monthly massage subscription because I just, you know, I just, you need to work the kinks out sometimes. <laughs> um, so my body will definitely carry that first. And I've definitely had it where like my chest feels tight and I'm not remembering to be intentional about my breathing because breathing is super important. I'm actually starting a book about breathing techniques and how that can help so many different things in your body and your mental and your clarity and your focus. And I don't know if you've recognized that throughout the day, you might not even notice that you're kind of hunched over your computer, your shoulders might be up to your ears and you might not be breathing properly. Like when was the last time you took a deep breath or five deep breaths, right? That is all manifesting from stress. Um, And for me, the next step would be, or I should say the next red flag is coming, it will come and manifest itself in my sleep. And I love to sleep, okay? I don't know who don't love to sleep because sleep is so important. (laughs) Take that seriously. Like we don't understand how important sleep, quality sleep, not just sleep, quality (laughs) sleep is. And I know for me, Um, anxiety might start to creep up, especially at night. And 
you know, for me, it's checklist. I'm a checklist, just like Michelle Obama. I'm a checklist person. (laughs) I tend to fret over my to-do list and things I need to get done or things I want to get done or my future or X, Y, Z. My mind will start racing and doing that makes it very, very, very hard to stay present. And those are just two red flags for me. And I know once my sleep is affected, something's wrong. Like, it's time for me to be like, listen, girl, get it together. And I'm grateful to say I can now recognize these red flags and quickly start to make the changes. Um, But there are times where I've really, like, pushed through these red flags and I hit my version of rock bottom. And I literally had nothing, not one drop (laughs) to give anybody, not even myself. And it wasn't pleasant. It wasn't a good time. So if any of this resonates with you, I encourage you to take inventory of your red flags that that either I mentioned or maybe red flags of your own and understand that these are signs of burnout. You know, are you waking up thinking today and every day is a bad day? Are you exhausted and tired all the time? Do you maybe feel like nothing you're doing is right or that your work isn't being valued, like you dread going to work? You know, all of these are signs of experiencing or being on the way to burnout. And burnout is a gradual process. It doesn't happen overnight. And if we go back to that definition, remember it says it's caused by excessive and prolonged stress. My second tip is taking inventory to do damage control. So once you recognize these red flags and how they manifest for you, the next step is to figure out how can we be more intentional, intentional, (laughs) and be more intentional (laughs) and action-oriented to do better, right? Especially at a time where you know, life is just seeming really, really short. The importance of self-love and gratitude, family and friends, they're just more critical than ever. And many are figuring, are wondering out, wondering, many are wondering, well, what can I do to be better? You know, is it possible to get better? Is it possible to change my circumstances? Because Burnout can make it feel like that light at the end of the tunnel is so far and so impossible to reach. And, you know, I've I've definitely been there where I'm like, you know, this feeling is just here to stay. You know, my body is always going to be tense. I'm never going to feel this lightness or that these words of affirmations are just that. They are not going to mean anything to me. Like, your girl has been down in the dumps before, (laughs) Um, and let me just say, you know, that feeling is just, it's not good. And it is normal. Like by all means, being happy every day, people tend to think like you're going to wake up happy or one day joy is just going to manifest itself or one day happiness is going to reach me. And we tend to see that, you know, on TV or you know, the movies, and we're like, you know, that's not my life. But that is so, so, so far from the truth. And the feeling of joy and happiness or gratitude and love, that is a daily practice, right? It's not something that just 
comes to you one day, five weeks from now, because you did something one day and you're like, okay, I did, I did, I practiced my affirmations today. Boom. Tomorrow happiness is going to be here. Like that's not, that it, that's not how it's going to work, <laughs> but it does require you to understand like what is blocking you from being happy? What is stopping you from experiencing that joy you want? And what red flags are popping up that you might be ignoring? And this tip is crucial because, again, you won't be able to do anything or take any of the action-oriented steps um, unless you take inventory and recognize your own red flags. Because my last tip for you is to build a habit of consistent self-love. Now, just like burnout doesn't happen overnight, taking back control of your mindset also unfortunately doesn't happen overnight. I'm definitely a person that's like, hey, I ate a salad today. I should have an ab by tomorrow. Like, I'm definitely one of those people. And that's not how that works. You have to work out every day. You have to eat healthy every day. You have to work out and eat healthy more often than not to get the results that you want. Same thing when it comes to your mindset and joy or happiness or gratitude or whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. It does not happen overnight. It requires you to do the work every single day. I really wish, though, that I can get an ab just by eating one salad. (laughs) I really do. Like every day I wake up and I'm like, today is the day. And it's not. (laughs) So pouring into yourself takes time. And I know even with the, you know, next couple of weeks that I have free to kind of recharge myself, the journey doesn't stop there. I definitely don't even know or can say for sure that my cup is going to be full, but it will be fuller than it is today, right? Because tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day after that, I'm being intentional, intentional, what is up with me in that word? intentional (laughs) about setting time aside to do that for myself because, you know, I am important. I am worthy of experiencing the happiness and gratitude and all the warm and fuzzy stuff we tend to see, you know, in self-help books or TV and movies, all of that. You too, all right? You too are deserving of that. And trust me, as a self-proclaimed like perfectionist who always feels the need to be either in the mix or solve other people's problems or like find solutions to something it's hard like sitting down is hard for me (laughs) I hate being bored like I always feel the need to be active or my mind will be like hey if you're not you know studying or working on some kind of self-improvement or doing xyz you're wasting time or you're being lazy. And to me, that thought process will force me to cut my recharge short and go find something to do. (laughs) Like I'm always trying to find something to do. So I have been forcing myself to sit the hell down (laughs) for more than 20 minutes. Um, And it's definitely been a journey. But some things that can kind of help you build consistency because I'm all about routines and habits because they do help you develop discipline. 
um, is first starting off by reaching out or building a support system. If you are fortunate enough to have family or friends that you feel comfortable talking to about this, and yes, that does involve some level of vulnerability, you know, um, express to them and tell them that you're not okay, you know, that you recognize you might be experiencing or on the path to burnout and you want to take charge and you're, you know, and, and recognize what is causing this burnout. Is it work? Is it everything? It can be the pandemic. It can be, it, it can be so many things that is happening right now, but saying it out loud really helps to not only make it real, but also helps to take like a load off of your shoulders, like literally sometimes, like take that tension off of you because you spoke it out loud and you put it in the universe and you're setting your intention like, hey, I recognize this thing is happening to me and now I want to do better. And if you're not comfortable maybe talking to your friend or family yet, you know, that's okay. I highly encourage you to seek out a therapist if possible. And there are some really great resources out there offering free therapy services. The ones I'm familiar with is like Black Girls Therapy, which I know the name (laughs) is, you know, it says Black Girls, but they definitely are the person who runs the page, though she is definitely, um, her intention is to help Black girls with therapy and kind of going through the journey process of self-love and all these other things and work through a lot of um, negative things that manifest. I think the um, it's a podcast and also she does therapy um, and has a blog and all this kind of good stuff. Um, all of the episodes I think can really apply to a lot of people, not just black girls, but I specifically um kind of do that one because I know she does talk about things that resonate with me as a fellow Black woman because she is a Black woman who does that. So Black Girls Therapy is a really good one. Talkspace is another um, online therapy service Um, or simply doing a Google search would help you out kind of finding those free therapy resources. So something else that I have been doing is recognizing um, my ever-changing love languages and using them to guide kind of my self-love pouring back into me journey. Um, if you're not familiar with the five love languages by Gary Chapman, they are words of affirmation, physical touch, gift giving, acts of service, and quality time. Typically, the Love languages are spoken about in reference to helping you understand and develop better habits of love towards another person, but they definitely can be adapted for yourself. And lately for me, words of affirmation and quality time has been my top two with like physical touch, gift giving, and like acts of service running out the top five respectively. And this means that I have been speaking and writing, you know, words of positivity and encouragement to myself every day. So each morning, you know, I say some mantras out loud and at night I write them down when I journal because journaling allows me to get out of my head and stay present. Quality time with myself looks like 
sleeping in or spending time with myself free from like distractions like my phone because it's real easy to just start scrolling on Instagram (laughs) and doing things that I want to do like painting, you know, things that don't involve work or other people. And I'm really using this time and space to figure out what makes me happy and what are some new things that I'd like to try. Now, I can recognize that not everyone has the time or space to do these things. And like I said, it's definitely not an overnight thing. But I strongly encourage you to try and find it. Maybe you're, you know, you at home, if, you, if you're a person who has kids or maybe you have people in the house, see if you can maybe go outside to your car and spend 20 minutes alone in there. Like that counts. Or if you can, you know, safely go outside and maybe take a walk around the neighborhood if it's safe to do so. You know, figure out what it is that can help you on this journey. Now, again, I know saying these things are way easier said than done, but I can attest that the doing and starting the process little by little is significantly better than not doing it at all. And I'm not an expert. I'm really just a walking journey, a a work in progress, (laughs) essentially, but You know, I just hope that this testimony can really resonate and encourage someone out there to start taking back their power and begin living more intentionally and starting to manifest a better quality of life because we all deserve that. So to recap, understand what burnout is and can possibly look look like. (laughs) Take inventory of your life and figure out what your burnout red flags look like and start to build daily habits that can help you start living a better quality of life. That's a wrap for today's episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I will see you in October for Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode. Please consider leaving a rating or comment in Apple Podcasts, And for more information, go to our website at www.securityandcolor.com. Be sure to engage with me on social media or write me to be a part of future episodes. Take care.